The following shear has been presented by Rav Yehoshua Grunwald, Dayan at the Beis Havad of Lakewood, New Jersey, and has been brought to you by the Beis Havad Alocha Center. To dedicate a daf, a peyrik, or an entire masechta, please call 1-888-485-8223 or email info at thehalachacenter.org. The Mishnah here on the Ahmed Aleph says as follows. I asked the following question to Yabliyazer. If somebody does many melachis and many shabbosis, but they're all a toldah of the same melacha. And he did them all the helam achas, he did all of these melachis of Shabbos with one forgetting, in other words, that he did not discover in between doing the first violation of Shabbos and the second violation of Shabbos, he did not remember about Shabbos. So is he chayiv one chatos for all of the averis that he did, or is he chayiv two chatos? Does the Shabbosos or do the Malachos differentiate and make him be chayiv two chatois, or does he remain as being chayiv only one chatos? So the Gemara really adds explanation, and to that, Rebbe has answered him that he's chayiv only one. The Gemara adds explanation to Rebbe Kiva's question, and the Gemara says Rebbe Kiva really had two questions. One question Rebbe Kiva had was, do I say that each Shabbos is like a different guf? Do I say if somebody did violation of Shabbos on one Shabbos, and he violated Shabbos the next Shabbos, and he did not remember anything of Shabbos in between, do I say that he is chayif two chatois because the two Shabbosois are considered like two different bodies, they're two different entities, and the fact that they're two different entities, do I say that that will make that it's considered like two things. Do I say that that alone will create that it's like two sins? If it's two sins, then he brings two chatois, two different karbonis chatos. Or, I should say the other way, perhaps I should say that the two shabbosos are like one body. And if they're like one body, there's nothing to differentiate. And since it was Behelamachas, there was no remembering in between, so therefore he only brings one chatos. That's one question of, Re- of Rebekiva. And Rebekiva had a separate question. What happens if somebody does two Malachas of Shabbos, one and then another one, but both of those were the told of the same Av Malacha? Do I say that the, the since they're different toldos, he's chayiv twice for the, each for the own toldo? Or do I say since they're both the told of the same av, he's only chayiv one? So explains the Gemara. Now the the tshuva of the Mishnah Halachis that uses this Gemara uses this suffix of Rebbe Kiva to explain a 
discussion that the Paiskim have, which is has many practical applications. Let's begin as follows. There's a discussion in the Paiskim what happens if I have a suffix um, when something happened. And I know that most of the possible times that it could have happened, there was probably, there was nothing wrong with it. Let's say, for example, we have a man divorced his wife. He can only divorce his wife if he is a baradas, if he understands, if he's not a shaita. And we know that he divorced his wife in one out of ten days. And we know that nine out of those ten days he was a bardas, and only one of them he was a shaita. He was lacking in das. He was lacking understanding. So do I say I could assume that he was a bardas because I'll say I'll follow the majority since nine out of the ten days he was a bardas, so I can assume that if 9 out of 10 it was a badass, and we don't know which one, we'll assume that the day he gave the get was the day he was a badass, or no, perhaps I can't follow the roiv when it's a type of thing that's a question of time. And we'll see later what the reasons are why when it's time we can't follow the majority. So, really, there's a Mogan Avram that wants to say that you can't follow the majority of time, and the reason is because of Kavua. In other words, like this. We have a rule that just like we say there's a bit of a roiv, there's also a rule called Holchanach Aroiv. Bit of a roiv means that let's say I have a mixture of ten pieces of meat, and I know that nine of the pieces are kosher meat, and one of the pieces is treif meat. So at least minatoira, there's such a thing as pitobaroif. I'm allowed to eat each piece of meat because the mixture, the piece of meat that's also that's prohibited, became baroif, became batel with the majority. Since the majority is kosher, I, each piece I could assume that it's kosher. I don't know which one is not kosher, and it's mixed with a majority that is kosher. I'm allowed to eat all of them because I, uh, it's mixed in, it becomes batel beroid, it becomes, uh, dissolved by the majority of the ones that are kosher. That's called bitel beroid. There's another thing of majority that's similar but it's different. And it's called Hulchanachare, we follow the majority. And that is that let's say we have a piece of meat, and we know the piece of meat let's say we found it on the street. We found it on an island where there's ten stores, and the meat for sure came from one of the ten butcher stores. And we know that nine of the ten butcher stores sell kosher meat, and one of the ten sells trafe meat. So we don't know where this piece of meat came from. So I can assume that the piece of meat came from one of the kosher stores and I could eat the piece of meat. It's called Cholchen Here it's, there's no mixture 
the stores didn't get mixed one with the other. There's no ten pieces of meat that came from ten different stores. Rather, it's one piece of meat that came from one of the ten stores. And here I follow the majority. I assume, I associate this piece of meat with the majority, with one of the majority stores. Being that the majority of the stores are kosher, so I associate this piece of meat with one of those from the majority. It's called Holchanach Aroiv. I follow the majority. I associate this piece of meat with the majority and I'm allowed to eat this piece of meat. That's called Holchanach Aroiv and that is certainly permitted. However, there's one caveat to this rule of Holchanach Aroiv and that is that we don't say Holchanach Aroiv when it's Kavua. When the, when the stores are established, we know which store sells kosher. We know which store sells not kosher. So there's nine stores that sell kosher and one store sells not kosher. And I know which one is which. And I saw from which store it came from if a yid took it out of the store or a yid saw it come out of the store even though there was something else he didn't see somehow he doesn't know whether it's kosher or whether not then I can't follow the roiv. So again, when it's kavua, when there's this established situation, and I saw where the piece of meat came from, or a yid, any yid saw where the piece of meat came from, or took it from where one of the stores, then I can't say you follow the majority, and that's called kavua, that's a limitation to this rule of holchanach haroiv, that we follow the majority, that we associate the piece of meat with the majority. So says the Mogan Avram, that when we have a question of something that happened, and we don't know which time it happened. Did it happen during a permitted time or during a non-permitted time? So I'm really, I should say, if most of the majority of the times are permitted, so I should associate this thing back to the time that's permitted. However, says the Mogan Avram, this is like Kavua. It's like when it's established, and when it's established, I don't follow the majority. Says the Mogan Avram, I have a raya, I have a proof to say that I don't follow the majority and it's like kavua, that when it's kavua, I don't follow the majority. Why? There's a halach like this, which comes from a gemar. What happens if somebody was going in the desert and he lost track of time? And he doesn't know, he's away from society, and he doesn't know what day is which, He's in a jungle, he's in the desert, he's away from people, he has no idea what the day of the week is. And he lost track, he lost count, and he has simply no idea if today is Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Shabbos. So he doesn't know what to do as far as how is he going to... When is he allowed to do malacha on any of the days of the week or not? So the Gemara, which is... Paskin in Shulchan Aruch says that he's not allowed to do melacha on any of the days of the week except for what he barely needs to manage, to live. Of course, Pikuach Nefesh is doicha, is doicha even Shabbos. And therefore, one thing he's allowed to do is that he's allowed to travel and he has to make one of the days Shabbos. He takes he counts seven days, the seventh day is Shabbos. In, in a certain way, he, may, he makes it Shabbos, but really every single day, he is allowed to only do Melacha. He's only allowed to do Melacha 
on any of the days what's necessary for survival. He's also allowed to travel because he has to try to find his way back if we won't allow him to travel, so he'll never get back to society. So any of the days he's allowed to try to travel to get back to society, but other than traveling, he's only allowed to do bare minimum survival as far as the malachas because he has to worry that any day might be Shabbos. Ask the Magnav Ram, why don't I say that there's Holchanach Aroiv? I don't each and every day. He'll come to a day of the week. He wakes up in the morning. Let him say, I don't know what day of the week it is. But let me assume that it's Holchanach Aroiv. Most of the days are not Shabbos. So I don't know if this day is Shabbos or not Shabbos. So let me follow the, the majority and associate this day with the days that are not Shabbos. And let it be permitted for him to do more than just survival. Says the Magen Avram, it must be that I don't say when it's a question of what time it is. In time, when it's a question of time, I'm going to have to associate with the Isser, I can't associate with the Heter, because like we said, it's like Kavua. Since each time is established, it's established what day is Shabbos, and it's established what day is not Shabbos. So since it's established what day is Shabbos and which day is not Shabbos, and today is a day that's separated from one of those days, it's I have to associate it with the day of Isser, and therefore he can't do Malacha. That's the reason why the Gemara says he can't do Malacha and Shah on any of the days he has to suspect every single day might be Shabbos. And from here you learn to any case, L'chayra, I mean, Achreinim discussed that perhaps this Magna Avram is a rule to all cases of when we have doubt of what day it is today, or what day such, an, such action happened, such as in the case of the person who gave a get, and we don't know if he was, if he was a shaita or not a shaita on that day, that when it's man and this kavua, we're going to have to go basar kavua, this is what the Morgan Avram says, and this is what Achreinim deal with, that perhaps all similar situations are going to be similar to the Morgan Avram. The Chassam Soifer, in his Chidushim to Mesech the Shabbos, he points out that the Yushalmi disagrees with the Bavli. The Yushalmi is Mavur, that the same exact case talks about the same case of somebody that got lost in a desert and he doesn't know what day it is. And the Yushalmi is Mavur that he could do Malacha on the days of the week and do Malacha more than just survival. So it says the Chsam you see that the Yushalmi disagrees with the Babli. So why should the Yushalmi disagree with the Babli? The Chayr, the Magan Avram, has a good reason. We should say that the day of Shabbos is established. And since it's a question of which day it is, so it's a question of should I follow the majority? So I should say that it's Kavua. I should say that since the day of Shabbos is established, we can't follow the majority. We can't associate this day with the majority. Says the Chassam Soifer, Yushalmi holds that this whole halacha that by Kavua, I don't follow the majority. The whole halacha that once it's established and I saw that it came from the established one, I can't follow the majority. That's only a dindir abonon. It's only a rabbinical halacha. The fact that we don't follow the majority when it's kavua. And since this person has a tremendous need, we're talking about somebody 
who's lost in the desert, for him, Chazal weaved their halacha, and they permitted him to do malacha. This, that the Chassam Seifer says, that the halacha of Kavua is only a dindir abonon, is in fact the opinion of the Ran. The Bach says that's the opinion of the Rajb as well. However, the Shach in Yerodeo, Semen Kofiod, Sifkon Chav Beis, says that many Rishonim disagree and are of the opinion that Kavua is a Dindo Iraiso. When it's, when it's Kavua, it's also Midaraiso that has the says such a concept as well. And it's definitely not so simple this idea that the Chassam Seifer says. However, this is what the Chassam Seifer says, that and it could be, you know, even if many Rishonim say that Kavu has the Raisa, they could be saying so only in the opinion of the Bavli, but the Chassam Seifer is going in the opinion of the Yushalmi. But certainly this could shed light why the Bavli disagrees with the premise of the Yushalmi, that the Bavli says, no, either, even if it's the Rabbanon, still Chazal were not matter for this person lost in the desert, or the Bavli disagrees because the Bavli holds this, that something that's Kavua is not Botel, is a Dairaiso, so the Chazal do not have the power to waive that Halach of Kavua. That is the Chassam Soifer's Ha'ara. Comes the Mishnah Halachas, and uh, written by Menashe Klein, Satsal, and he wants to say, that perhaps this question is in essence the question that we have from Rebbe Kiva in our Gemara. Let's think about what the Gemara is saying, says the Rebbe Nasha Klein. What does it mean that the Kiva had a question, is Shabbos like one body, is Shabbos like two bodies? What does that mean, one body, two bodies? Shabbos is one body, Shabbos is two bodies? So he says like this, he says that we have a question of whether we have one, what happens in time? Well, we have time, time is something that keeps coming and coming, it's a continuous thing. On the other hand, we have a cycle of time that every seventh day Shabbos comes again. So the question is, how do this that we say every seventh day is Shabbos? Is time totally continuous? And there was one Shabbos, then there's a different Shabbos, then there's a different Shabbos, then there's a different Shabbos. So each Shabbos has not, no connection really back to the one before. It's just that it's again, it's another different Shabbos. Or perhaps we should say that a cycle comes back to the same thing. Seven days, although time continues, but the mere fact that we have a calendar and that tells us that Shabbos, we came back to a Shabbos, we came back to a Sunday, one Shabbos connects to the other Shabbos. This whole idea of a concept of a week tells us we're able to get back to the same Shabbos we had before. The same way there was Shabbos of Sheshes and Mevereshes, of when Hashem rested, the day that Hashem rested, every single Shabbos we come back to that day. So do, if I say that Shabbos, it's a cycle, or it's exactly the same day, 
So then all Shabbosas is one big body. However, if time is really continuous, it's just that we it gets called Shabbos, it's, time is continuous. Time keeps going. We're not in the same Shabbos. It's a different body. It's a whole different thing. Every Shabbos is different than the Shabbos before. It's just that just like the first one was Shabbos, the next one also becomes a Shabbos. Not that it is that Shabbos. We're not going back in time. We're not connected to that same original Shabbos. Just that the same way the first one was a Shabbos, this one is also a Shabbos. So explains in Menashe Klein, that is the question that these are the two possibilities that Yevakiva was discussing, was, 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 or had a suffix about. He entertained these two possibilities. L'chayra. Says the Menashe Klein, that is the suffix of Yevakiva, whether I consider two Shabbosos as two bodies or as one body. Two bodies means that time is continuous and this Shabbos is not the same as the previous Shabbos. Or, Perhaps it's Guf Echad, the two Shabbos are one body. In other words, because we are all, despite the fact that the time doesn't stop, but the, the concept of a week means that we're coming back and connecting back to the same original Shabbos. Now, if we say this, says in Menashe Klein, in his Chuva Sefer, Mishnah Halachas, Chelek Tezayin, Simen Tezvav, it would come out that if we say that Shabbos are like different bodies, so then you can't tell me that time is Kavua. You're telling me that the time is established. It's the same time that you're ready from Sheshis and Mevirashis, time was established that the seventh day is Shabbos. That's all L'Choyer says in Menashe Klein. If you look at, at all Shabbos as one big body, so then everything... There's a picture in front of us of a week, and the wheel keeps turning, and the question is which which day or which part of the wheel we're on. If it's all the same Shabbos, it's one big wheel. However, if it's just a continuous passage, every seventh day we come to another Shabbos, so then it's not established. Time is continuous. The question is, what day do I count it? Do I do I call it Shabbos? Is it called Shabbos? Is it not called Shabbos? Then it's not Kavua. So since says it would come out according to the Mishnah Halachas' calculation that since in our Gemara we come to a conclusion that Shabbosos are like different bodies it would have to be that we wouldn't say that the Shabbos is Kavua that this man is Kavua it would come out in essence not like the Morgan Avram Lama'isa it's a Chiddush to disagree with the Morgan Avram it's not simple to give our own explanation from a later authority and, and based on our own explanation of a Gemara, we're going to say, now like the Mogan Avram, it's very not simple to disagree with the Mogan Avram. In addition, the Mogan Avram has his own question. How are you going to get out of the Mogan Avram's question? Why here, the person who's lost in the desert, why is he not allowed to do malach anything other than survival? If you're going to tell me that really we do say which would be the halacha according to the Mishnah halachas, then why in the Gemara and Shabbos, which is passing in Shulchan Aruch, why is he not allowed to do malach anything other than survival? So that would be 
it's these, so I'm just presenting to you the different uh, sides on the table, how the Mishnah Alachis learned something uh, practical from Arasugya, and uh, the, the reasons to say uh, not like the Mishnah Halachas. Now, Rib Shleim Azaman Oyerbach discusses a case also on this, on this line and this topic. He talks about, let's say we have a refrigerator that we want to open it up to get things out of it. Now, you probably are familiar that when you open a refrigerator, often uh, it causes the refrigerator to, to the motor to start working. Every, periodically, the refrigerator keeps having a machine that turns on based on a thermostat. The only way the refrigerator is going to keep the food cold is only by the thermostat when the thermostat realizes that the refrigerator is not cold enough, it turns the machine on to make cool air start cooling up the refrigerator. So if you have such a refrigerator, so perhaps when you're opening it up, you're really causing the machine to go on. So what happens, says Rebbe could I say that since most times when I open the refrigerator, it's not causing the machine to go on, so therefore I could open the refrigerator and not have to worry that perhaps I'm making the refrigerator go on? Since I'll say like a bitl beroif, I will say, I'll assume that I'll associate my opening of the refrigerator with the most times that it does not make the motor go on. So this sounds like a very similar question to what we had uh, in the whole discussion today. Is this, do I say, can I follow the majority of times, or perhaps in time, I'm going to say, it's established, and the Morgan Avram said, that uh, when it came to someone lost in the desert, the Shabbos is Kavua, and therefore I can't follow the majority of the times. So Shleim Zalman says that here, the, the Vard of the Magna Avram for sure does not apply. He says, that the Magna Avram is only, is only applicable to Shabbos. Shabbos is something that's established because I know there are places that people know what day is Shabbos. Here nobody knows which time that, which, uh, time that you'll open up the refrigerator, it's gonna make the refrigerator go on. So that's not Kavua. Even if you will say, like the Magna Avram, that when it comes to something that's Kavua, the reason why when someone's lost in the desert, he's not allowed to do Malacha more than survival is because it's considered Kavua Bizman, and that's why we don't say Holchanacha Aroiv. But that Svara will not apply to opening up a refrigerator. Because there, by Shabbos, it's something that's Kavua. The day of Shabbos is something that's established that people all around and know what day is Shabbos. But the time that the, the refrigerator is going to go on, which time, which opening of the refrigerator will make the refrigerator go on, that who knows? Nobody knows. So that's not Kavua. That's not established. So you can't compare the Moganav Ram to opening up a refrigerator. Okay, I hope that this sheds light on this sugyo uh, of whether I say Holchanach Aroiv when it comes to time and perhaps it shed light on how to understand our sugyo.
This concludes this year. The Daf Yomi Halacha series has been brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. To reach the center for halacha consultation, service, educational seminars, or media, please call 1-888-485-VAAD. That's 1-888-485-8223. To sign up to the BHHJ, the Beis Havad's weekly interactive e-journal, please visit www.bhhj.org or you can email us at office at the